Hey there, welcome to The Hot Slice. I'm your host, Jeremy White, Editor-in-Chief of Pizza Daddy Magazine, joined today by none other than Creative Director Josh Cowan. What's up, Josh? Hello, Jeremy. How's it going? Man, it's doing great. We just got through uh, the Kentucky Derby here in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, We just posted the 100th episode of our Hot Slice podcast, so getting to 100 was, that was a big deal, Um, a a big occasion, and Episode. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, long ago, I mean, probably when we were in the first 10, we were like, if we get to a hundred, it's going to be Pete. And, uh, you know, I think at one point he was thinking, Hey, why, why am I not on the podcast? So, but we could, yeah, I think we got about surprised. 50 deep. Yeah. <laughs> we got about 50 deep and, um, Pete's like, I, I, I know in his mind, he was thinking, really? <laughs> 50 episodes and they 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 don't even want to ask me just one question on the podcast what's up with that but we were holding him back to 100 to mark the special occasion and we didn't want to do that with anyone but pete so yeah and it that's paid what off we did. and it paid off so but you, you uh, know we've got a really good response to that too yeah, you know yeah on social media um the p has a lot of a lot of relationships throughout the pizza industry, as we know, from from virtue of doing this for two de- two plus decades. And we've just got an overwhelming response to that episode in particular, um, as well as a lot of congrats and thank yous for uh, 100 episodes. And uh, that means a lot to me. It really yeah, does. It really does. Yeah. And because uh, that's that's a tough thing to do. Podcasting like people like to give up around 20 episodes. <laughs> but uh hey. We've got, you know, we've got a wealth of pizzeria owners around the U.S. that uh, are so grateful with their time, and um, we're mm-hmm. so grateful for their time, yeah, and uh, yeah. And, and and their knowledge and their information to share with us. So, uh, yeah, we'll be here as long as they're here. We very rarely get told no. Uh, actually, I don't think we've ever been just outright told no. I don't want to be on your podcast. Yeah. Sometimes it's I would love to but I'm way too busy right now. I'm short staffed and I've got a huge catering order. I have to get out the door on that day. But if you could get me in another day, I'll do it. I'll be happy to do it. Um, so it, it, it's cool that we've gotten such a positive response when we reach out to someone, email, text, phone call, whatever, and ask them if they would like to come onto the podcast. 99% of the time, it's a very enthusiastic, heck yeah. And, um, yeah, that, that, that feels good. So thank you, like Josh said, to everyone who is so gracious with their time. And it's 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 wild to see the evolution of it, because when we first started it, we started it right as the pandemic was hitting and everything was every I felt like when I got off every podcast, like my heart just hurt. Like it was just like, oh, you know, just a mini depression after every episode. And it just mm-hmm. but it keeps rising like, you know. Uh, throughout the last two years of like, you know, uh, just the story is getting lighter and lighter and, and the story is getting better and better. So uh, it's, it's been, a, yeah. it's been a pretty cool ride. <laughs> it has been, you know, we're not back to normal per se, as we yeah. knew it pre pandemic, but we inch closer every day. Um, you know, we've been on airplanes now we've been inside packed restaurants without a mask on we've um, had a big trade show. <laughs> we've, we've produced, pizza expo and it was just a very teeny tiny tiny minuscule amount smaller than 2019 pre-pandemic our largest show ever yeah and just a couple percentage knocking points. on that I mean, door yeah. by just you know 
scores of people. So we're going to be, if all goes well, we'll we will soon surpass 2019. And um, we talk to pizzeria owners every day. Our business is back. Our dine-in is back. I'm short-staffed. I can't keep up with with work now. <laughs> you know, that's unfortunately what yeah. we're what we're hearing right now is they can't keep up. They're so busy and they're understaffed and they can't keep up. Um, that is a problem, but nonetheless, it's a much better problem than they had two years ago when they were sitting in their living rooms and their restaurant was closed and they were trying to figure out if they would stay in business. So that's, um, we've come a long way in 24 months, no doubt. Well, speaking of someone's having a, a really, really great year, 2022 has been very, very kind to our next guest, uh, yeah. Mr. Lars Smith of State of my State of Mind Public House and Pizzeria. He uh, just recently dominated the competition over in Parma, Italy, and uh, we get to hear all about that. You know, and what's cool about it is, as our guests, our listeners will hear when we speak to Lars, a lot of times... Yeah, look, these competitors take these competitions very, very seriously, as you well know, as you photograph so many in Las Vegas. A lot of times, months and months of planning, and I'm talking eight to 12 months of planning, goes into the competition pizza. Every single ingredient, balance, it's all thought out, experimented, manipulated, thrown away, (laughs) tried again, tested, retested, 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 retested. And with Lars, Lars is like, okay, I'm going to a, another country to compete. I'm not an expert in their products. I don't fully understand what's in season. I don't really know which meats and cheeses in that locale will excel for me. I really don't know what to do. So I'm just going to get, now he didn't flat out wing it. Okay, let's not say that. But he's like, I'm just going to get there and kind of go with the flow. Yeah, And then he got there and he's like, well, I kind of understand produce. So I'm just going to kind of hit a farmer's market, see what's in season, see what looks really good and fresh and abundant. And then I'll just kind of roll with that. And that's what he did. He found what was in season, what looked good to him from his you know, chef's point of view. And then they're on the spot. He just picked the produce. and was like, okay, all right. Now I'm going to figure out what to do with this. Yeah. And he pulled it off. Yeah. Well, big congrats to Lars, and uh, we'll get we'll, we'll just let him hear, tell the rest of the story uh, right now. Yeah, let's get him on. Baccio is celebrating its 10-year anniversary, a decade of exceptional Italian pizza cheese, unmatched consistency, and partners that have become family. If you haven't had the chance to try it, purchase Baccio today and enroll in the Gold Club to receive cash back for every pound you buy. That's right, get rewarded for every single pound of cheese purchased. Schedule a demonstration at bacciocheese.com slash hot slice to learn more. Pizza is your legacy. Build it with Baccio. Performance Food Service is proud to deliver high quality products, innovative technology, and custom operational solutions to restaurants of all sizes across the country. The flagship division of Performance Food Group with deep roots in the restaurant industry, Performance Food Service has been the exclusive distributor of the Roma family of brands for more than 65 years. This signature relationship has allowed Performance Food Service to become a leader in the pizza and Italian segment of food service nationwide. All right. Lars, tell us about the trip to Italy. Oh man, we got we got to hear all about it. You cleaned house while you were there. <laughs> oh my god, that was a trip of a lifetime. Um, like one, the anticipation. So um, I had been planning on going 
to Italy since 2020, right? Like the, that, that was a uh, Vegas and the world pizza championships in Italy were like, you know, they're usually kind of in the same period. So those were like both canceled. Those were like the first events that in, in my pizza life that I was looking forward to that were canceled um, in Italy. I was, you know, I had won a free trip. So that was like an extra bummer. So I had to wait two years. So this is like two years of anticipation and really hard work getting ready. Um, and I had been sick the whole week before, not, not COVID, thank God. But it was like rough getting there. Had just got, like got a cold right when I got back from Vegas. And you're um, like, of course, so it was like a of rough course. <laughs> it was a rough, rough plane flight, getting there, getting acclimated, you know, all of that. And I was kind of off my, off my game all week, um, yeah. but made the best of it and did a lot more exploring and stuff uh, than I had previously done in, in Parma. Um, and I didn't expect anything. That was uh, pizza alla Paula is a new style for me that I, I literally learned with Massimo and Rob in Long Island, like four months ago at this point, it was like six or eight weeks before Italy. I had really just learned how to do it and to come fifth in the world and the top American score there. Like I tell to you guys, that I'm still wrapping my mind around it to be right. honest, six weeks later. Well, that I'm makes like, it feel better. Did... You didn't expect anything. It was just like, you just went in there. No, thing. Yeah. no. And I mean, you guys know that the competitive pizza world has been good to me or I've been, I've been good to it. I've had some success, but like, this was, uh, this is nuts. This is like, you know, I, I've done better than fifth in many competitions, but this, like going there and when, I mean, it's a full, it's a cattle call. There's 700 people there. Um, and to get recognized the top American score out of like 22 really incredible pizza makers, I think that oh, were there, but, yeah, but that's the best. That was, that was killer. Like the American, I don't want to downplay. That's the, that's the award that I walked away with certificate with the best American score. Um, yeah. And I, that's amazing. But to get fifth and like by a couple, like a half point, miss the podium and pizza a la Paula, <laughs> like it's still my, my, my numbing for me. Like yeah. I'm, I worked really, really hard. I, I knew what I was going to do. I executed it, but like, I'm still like, how the hell did that happen? Well, yeah. actually, yeah. Let's get into that. Like, first of all, the pizza you had in mind for 2020, I'm sure you already had one in mind. Right. It, was it the same thing you, you brought to Parma this year or is it a little different or? No, it was all kind of different because yeah. one of the cool things, well, I guess you can't really say cool things. Something that I worked on during the pandemic um, was really studying different styles of pizza and really trying to figure out who I am as a chef and a pizza maker and a lot of reading, a lot of cooking. Um, a lot of, you know, I bought a, a small spiral mixer for my house early in the pandemic um, and kind of do, doing that stuff. Um, so, no, I'm not I, I, none of the stuff that I was planning on doing in 2020. I did. I did this year. I, I wasn't even signed up for Pizza Alla Paula, I don't think, in 2020. Um, and so uh, it's always, you know, it's always evolving. So I and I didn't really have a plan at all, to be honest with you guys, which is kind of a weird thing to say. Um I, I had probably way too many notes of, of seasonal ingredients that I was interested in using and things that I use here in California, since we get similar produce to they do, they, they do in Italy. And I had a lot of ideas and I just went shopping. I just went out and bought meat and cheese and produce and found the, I knew where some of the good spots were from last time I was there and then kind of just put it all together, which wow. worked really well in a couple, but didn't work that well in some of the other competitions. So yeah, go ahead. Get into the pie. Explain it. What 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 was the uh, what was the winner? All right. So the winner was a pizza alla Paula, um, and I didn't have any kind of fancy name because I had a head cold and couldn't think straight. Um, so it was just the zucchini and burrata pizza, and um, I love zucchini and summer squash. 
Um, and they happened to have really good zucchini in Italy. Uh, and so it was a pizza that I had seen um, on some, you know, Roman, famous Roman pizzerias, um, websites and, or sorry, Instagram pages. Um, and I kind of had, had a couple ideas of, of what I wanted to do. And so, uh, first of all, it's all about the dough, Roman style pizza for me, at least it's all about the dough. So I, uh, the U.S. pizza team and I actually purchased a spiral mixer for the hotel that we always stay at. They store it, they store it down in the basement. So I, oh. I purchased a mixer cause I needed a good, I needed a good mixer, um, to make this dough. And so it was an 80% hydration dough that was fermented for three days and like pretty specific time, you know, you bulk it for a certain amount of time, you ball it, then you reball it, then you pull it out. Um, so that was the basis of it. But then um, I found beautiful green zucchini that I shaved really, really thin and salted to get a bunch of the excess water out and mm -hmm. dried them off as much as I could. And so I parbaked the pizza alla pala dough and put the salted zucchini on it and finished baking it. And when it came out, I put beautiful Italian burrata, mint leaves, lemon zest, and a bit of sea salt. So it was like flavor on flavor, flavor, <laughs> but it wasn't crazy. There's amazing. nothing that I did that anybody couldn't do. And I think that that's, that was important for me is that particularly at this competition, you see insane things. Like, yes. I mean, I don't know if you guys have seen pictures. Like, oh, yeah. I've been the, dude, the displays are wild. The things yeah. people were putting on the pizzas were wild. Um, and having kind of paid attention the time out the, the time before and what was going on this time, people that do the crazy stuff sometimes win. But I didn't feel like I had the depth of knowledge about like what specific brand of olive oil there is the best or what where the one prosciutto from the you know like I, I just don't mm -hmm. have that depth of knowledge of Italian ingredients. So I mean, but I I understand produce. I'll find the best zucchini or the best squash blossom in a produce stand. Like I that, that that's universal. So I just said let's keep it simple and, and speak with things that I, that I know. And it, it, clearly it paid off. It yeah. Was, you it was simple. definitely one of the simpler pizzas, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it sounds, I, I wish I could have had it. It sounds absolutely delicious as simple as it is. And since then, I'm sure you've marketed the heck out of it. And I noticed last week, you guys, you did a one-time day. Uh, how did that roll? One time, one that time. Was, yeah. Eating the, you, you're going to make it for one time, one day. And that's it. Right. <laughs> Nice. It seemed like a good idea. Um, <laughs> it was it was fun, but it was it was wild. It was one of those things. It's like Thursday night's farmers market night down here. Um, we had some other stuff going on, and um, I made eighteen sixty by thirty five centimeter pizza all the fall. It's like pretty pretty big pizza, and I think we sold like a hundred and I sold it by the slice because I don't even have plates big enough for pizza all the So we sold it by the slice, and we sold like I don't know what it was like one hundred and twenty slices in like an hour and a half in like. <laughs> The normal restaurant where we probably did, we do 14 inch pizzas. I'm at the restaurant yeah. at right now. We did it here and we probably did like 225, 14 inches in the same time in the same two decks. It was interesting. It was an so interesting it idea. Out. So it worked out. <laughs> yeah. Right. People loved it. People loved it. But I'm like, God, why are we doing, why am I doing this? But it was like it, it, me, I think customers and no, but nobody else felt that way. But I'm like, yeah. this is a, uh, this is a lot, but it was, it was, it was fun to do. People want to have that moment that, yeah. that, hey, oh, this is this is a world champion pizza or whatever. So they, people want to have that moment. They want to have they want to put it on their Instagram page. They want to do, yeah. want to do all that stuff. You're going to be expected and, to do that all summer long until you can't really get zucchini and squash. And then there's a <laughs> there's a lot of asking. Yeah, but that was like six weeks ago that I got back from Italy and everybody's like, when are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? When are you going to do it? I'm like, 
okay, I got to do it, which is good. And kind of get it out of my system. Yeah. Um, but then we're offering the same toppings on the pizza on a round pizza for this whole week. We have a restaurant week here. So I'm, I'm, nice. I'm doing that because just the, the pizza alla Paula and the pizza integlia is really my like, passion in pizza making is right now. You, you can't just oh i'm gonna make a bunch of 14 inch pizzas and then we're also gonna do this you know like you have that different oven or not different ovens but the temperatures and all that i think it's sometimes hard to explain to the guests that like i can't exactly just bang out a 60 right. by 40 centimeter pizza la paula right. or pan pizza in the same oven at the same time with the mixer that we have here so um we're working on that too hey what kind of press have you gotten there in california um have, have you received a lot of recognition as a result yes and no so like our customer base is really engaged even though we don't have a huge social media following we have like a pretty engaged customer base we are like the neighborhood uh restaurant pizzeria um at both of the restaurants we have um but in the bay area i mean there's a lot of people here it's hard to, it's hard to get press you know so like we got a quick ride up in the in an eater sf blog and the local newspaper is working on something and then, you know, a quick shout out and then another local newspaper, but it's, it's, uh, it's hard to get press here. And it's also something my team and I are not great at. It's actually kind of a, a goal of our, our, we've done everything in house. We have no advertising budget and we market and do everything ourselves, which is cool because it's super organic the way that we've done everything. Um, but we're working on our third restaurant now um, and maybe looking at a fourth and fifth. And I think, you know, it, 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 particularly in a big market, if you don't have a press, you know, somebody setting up the press release for you or they know, pers- you know, people personally, it's really hard to get press, at least in my experience. I know my friends in Chicago and New York, it's like, yeah, there's other things. There's other things going on. It's tough to get. Right. You only have press. so much time in a day, especially right. as a business owner, too. Yeah. So let's talk about the business a little bit. How how's how's I mean, that's probably been a year since we spoke to you and we were yeah. hip deep in the pandemic. So how, how are things going right now? Oh, we're rocking, we're rocking and rolling. I mean, the, the same struggles, labor and food costs that everybody's going through. Um, but some cool things that we've done since the beginning of opening our restaurant is that we do quarterly menus and part of that quarterly menu is evaluating what we're doing, the pricing on everything. So we kind of have these things built into our, our business to evaluate pricing and then, you know, labor. We're just really creative about hiring people with no experience in, in training, but those are like, you know, sore subjects, but for, for everybody, but we're doing all right with them. But then, you know, I, I like to talk about the exciting stuff like, you know, sales, outdoor dining, um, you know, menu changes is that we're trying to get back to full force, all the stuff we were doing before the pandemic. Um, and it's, dude, it's rocking. People are really happy to be out. California was the last state to open. So like yeah. there's like conti- the pent up demand thing has like continued. People are just so stoked to be outside. So we've just seen like, you know, growth and, uh, and yeah, growth in both restaurants that we never even thought were possible. So things are, you, are really wonderful. Are you back to inside dining as well? Or are you just, are you just, yes. Okay. Got it. So it's full. full we long. waited a little while. Yeah. The California opened last summer with like pretty strict rules, but I think for maybe five months now or six months, we've been able to pretty much operate with no, no restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a two hour wait for outdoor dining on, you know, Thursday through Sunday. And they could sit inside with no way. So people, I think, are a little reluctant to be inside still. But we've got the bar going. we got every, everything going. Good. Uh, what about, you know, you said you, you're looking at doing a third store and then maybe four and five. So, so uh, 
what's your kind of your structure as far as getting all this going? Are you hiring a team with uh, hiring a new team to do all this or just on your own or how's that working? We, we have a big team. So we're actually built, we're building, we're about to start building the third restaurant. That's the done deal. Plans are submitted with the city. We're really excited about that. Um, and we have a pretty big ownership group. There's, there's, I guess, including my wife, there's five of us that are on the, on the ownership team. So the goal has always been to grow, but um, something that I learned from, uh, you know, my mentors at Pizza My Heart is that we want to continue growing when we have people that want to grow with us. So, you know, we have somebody for that third location who's worked with me uh, for seven years at my various restaurants. And his dad actually was one who hired me in the pizza industry in 2002. So I've known the kids since he was like seven years old. He's like, hey, let's open another place. So he's going to go in as a partner there. And I got a couple other people that are interested. So kind of growing, our growth plan is growing where it makes sense, which I know is probably not what you're supposed to say, but like <laughs> if we have people, if we have, if we have people that want to open restaurants or want to general manage or want to come on as a partner, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, if I'm growing, I'm like, I have no idea who's going to run this thing. I have no idea how we're going to structure it. I have no idea. You know, that doesn't seem like, even if I can afford it, that doesn't seem like a good growth strategy for me. So right. that's, you know, Pizza Mahar was huge as that was like one of the owners, he'd always ask a uh, kind of the operations manager, you know, my, one of my other really big mentors in my life. Hey, do we have, a, do we have managers that want, or you know, supervisors, do we have people that want to general manage? That was always his question before looking at new sites. And so that's kind of, I took, I took that to heart. Yeah. That's a great plan. <laughs> it's a great growth strategy. Yeah. It makes, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we're not, we're not hiring outside necessarily of, we are going to have to hire outside the company, but we're not, we're, we're moving up within the company that we don't have people that can general manage that aren't in the culture, you know, hiring completely outside of our, our company seems a little scary right now since we're pretty close to it. How spread yeah, out are these sense. units going to be? So our, I'm at there, our main unit right now in Los Altos, which is the first one we opened in 2018. Um, our slice house that opened last uh, year, last January. So January, 2021, it's about two and a half miles from here. Um, it, it, maybe a little bit less. Let's call it two. Um, and it's a slice. It's a kind of a takeout joint. Um, and it's in the neighborhood that my brother and I grew up in. And it kind of fulfills a need that this one doesn't. Uh, it's just takeout and slices. There's a couple of seats in there, but it's small. Um, and then the uh, next one that we're opening is about six and a half miles north of here. And it is going to be more like this original one, more sit down dining, uh, more, more food options. Not I mean, we'll do takeout there, but not a takeout joint. Nice. Good things are happening. You're in a positive yes. state of mind right now, right? <laughs> that's that's all I can do. I mean, I love I love doing this. I, there's a lot to be stressed out about too, but that's not gonna it's not gonna solve anything. So we're trying to be dynamic and meeting as an ownership team as much as possible. And while we can't uh, foresee what's gonna happen, as we've all seen, it's one thing after another. It's being flexible enough to like what might happen. What is food cost doing? What are you know kind of trying to talk about things proactively instead of reactively. It's been huge for us. Right. So um, Pete's Expo coming up in March, uh, March, 2023. Will, will you be competing? And if so, will you go total opposite of what you just did in Italy? Or will you try your hand with a very similar, if not identical pizza at Pete's Expo? Okay. First part of the question I don't know if I'm going to be competing. Um, I have a lot of people that work for me that want to compete now. My wife has been oh, competing. Okay. She did really well in Italy. And my general manager, Slice House, has been competing. Um, we'll see. <laughs> um, but I would not do 
and nobody, my, my team, nobody will be doing the pizzas in Italy or the other stuff. Is that kind of a, um, a goal of ours is to not do the same thing. We don't usually yep. do pizzas that we have on the menu. And I, besides like in traditional where you can't really avoid it, um, we've never made the same pizza twice uh, in, a, in a competition ever. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's like the Michael, Michael Wolf rule, everybody's favorite. Uh, yeah, <laughs> crazy person. Sorry, Michael. I love you. Um, but that, you know, that was something him and I talked about early on. I mean, probably like ten years ago, competing this. Like, this is fun because we never do the same thing twice, and that's the, like uh, kind yeah. of is the is the joy of competing for me. Like, winning's cool, doing well is cool, but really um, pushing myself and pushing my team that. to do. Yeah, yeah. and that keeps moving. That keeps you moving forward as an artist, as a, yeah. as a cra you know, as a craft. So yeah, yeah, you said it better than I did. That's really, it's like really important to us. Cause I'd like, I tell the story of, you know, I, I was pretty much dropped out of team sports by like 14 years old. Like I, I am not a competitive person and I am not, uh, I like watching sports. I don't like playing sports. I didn't really have the, uh, <laughs> the drive to compete. And then all of a sudden, like in 2013, I found pizza an expo. It was the first time I ever did a pizza comp or any kind of food competition. And I was like, Holy crap, this is fun. And like, the, like this the drive of myself to do better and better and so um i'm cool that i found that in my team and that for us like how do we get better how do we present a pizza that we're more excited about or more proud of so kind of like you said moving it moving it forward nice well, lars thanks for stopping by today and uh because i've been wanting to hear the story since uh since you've come back and yeah. uh, i've seen it on social media and whatnot but i yeah just wanted to hear from you and uh man congratulations again that's such a huge honor it really Thank is. you guys so much. Hopefully I see you before uh, Pizza Expo 2023, but uh, if not, we'll keep in hey. touch on social media. Sounds good. Cool. Thanks, guys. See you, Lars. See you, Lars. Bye.